0: It's time for Friday Follies, right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. You there, you're under 17, yes? Yes, I can see you. Go somewhere else. We'll wait. Okay. The following is a public service message. We're the people in charge, and we've been in charge, well, pretty much since the beginning. Yes, we're at the heart of everything that goes on in this world. Nothing happens without our tacit approval or our motivation. How did we get in this position? Well, in a variety of ways. Some of us were elected, some had it bestowed upon them, others were appointed, some took it by force, and mostly until recently, people more or less inherited these positions. But one thing remains absolutely true, and this goes for the entire system the world over. Things are pretty much fucked. And because we're the people in charge, we wanted to make sure that we've expressed to the general public one thought. We blame you for all of it. Oh, sure, you have no actual power, and most of the time you don't even know what we're doing until it's too late, but frankly, that doesn't change our position or our contempt for you. So remember, if things are screwed, it's your fault. So just keep that thought tucked in the back of your mind for the next time you decide to vote, whether with your ballot, your bullet, or your dollar. Fuck you very much, and we hope you toss and turn all night. Loser. This has been a public service announcement for September 15th, 2006. You are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. back once again to the Technical Difficulties Podcast. I'm your host, Kai and Chris Codroy. Does anybody on AM radio actually talk like that anymore? I haven't heard it in years, so, I mean, at least not radio stations. Or do they just all have that weird, you know, Your hit music station all day. Are they still just, is that how they all are now? With all those clear channel stations, or they're just, you know, I'm just curious. I mean, I'm just asking. I mean, I suppose I could turn on my radio and find out, but why do that when I could wait days for one of my listeners to call back and tell me or something? well, anyway, uh, welcome back once again to Technical Difficulties. I'm your host, Kai and Chris Conroy. This is my comedy podcast, and hope you all had a great week. And I'm back with more comedy. More comedy it is. So why don't I just do that, and I'll talk to you later. This week's episode of Technical Difficulties is brought to you by the 2006 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and the accompanying drinking game. Remember, every time you see something stupid, take a shot. When one of the anchors says something really stupid, take two shots. Visit Macy's.com for the official rules and the kit that comes with a fifth of vodka and emergency phone numbers for a poison clinic near you. Also brought to you by the 2006 Heroin Bowl, brought to you live from the Methadome. We've secretly replaced this man's morning coffee with a cricket bat. Let's see if he notices the difference. Holy sycophantic wangdoodles. Just look at the time. I gotta get off to work. Don't forget your morning coffee, dear. Well, all right. Just a sip. Ow! Ah, dear, we need to change brands. This coffee hurts my face. That's Anderson's coffee. It's a wicked googly. Order. Order. I will have order in this courtroom. Now then, you may continue, Mr. Prosecutor. Thank you, Your Honor. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I put forth before you that the defendant on the morning of September 15, 2006, did willingly do a joke about cricket, a sport he knows nothing about. Order. Order. Order, I'll have this courtroom cleared. Order. Yeah, you. Don't look at me that way. Now then, is this true, young man? Yes, I'm afraid it is, Your Honor. As an American, I don't know doodly-squat about cricket. I did it merely to impress an international audience. Naughty boy. Yes, I am. And I'd do it again in a second. I wanted to sound cleverer than a normal American person by giving the impression that I understood European pastimes. I wanted to be Mr. Intercontinental Big Shot. Is that such a crime? Well, now that you mention it, no. But since this trial and my robes are costing me rental by the hour, I'm going to sentence you to be shot out of a cannon in a spectacularly patriotic fashion. I hope you're happy, America. Oh, don't worry, we are. Excuse me. Hello. Excuse me? Yeah, what can I do for you? I'm here to pick up my car. I dropped it off earlier to get fixed. Oh, yeah, the forest green escape. I got it right here. Here, let me show you what we did. Okay. All right, well... (laughs) Your carburetor needed to be cleaned. The fittings mm. on these hydraulic cables here needed to be replaced over there. So did the spark plugs. Uh-huh. Your brakes were pretty tenuous, mm. you know, down quite a bit. Probably needed to be replaced on that, too. Mm-hmm. And the engine block, that's a little bit on the, on the kind of clanky side, if you know what I mean. Mm, yeah. So as you can see, I wedged a 15-pound block of cheese into your engine. And that'll fix my problem? No. I mean... It's cheese. Why would that fix your engine? Don't be stupid. You're the worst mechanic I've ever seen in my life. I'm not a mechanic. You're not. Why, you fiend? What have you done with my real mechanic? I got here as fast as I could, Captain. What seems to be the problem? Glad you could make it, Melman. O'Neill pulled this man over for driving erratically. We're about to get the (coughs) truck open. I think I got it, Captain. Good lord. Wyatt's an auto mechanic. He's been tied up with a piece of cheese shoved in his mouth. Quick, pull that cheese out. <sighs> oh, thank you, officers. Thank you. Oh, this has been the most delicious experience in my life. Meanwhile, across town. Uh, uh, welcome. Hi. 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 Uh, share um, uh, something I can do for you, shunny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I need I uh, eh? I need. Uh, I need some cheese. What kind? Um, cheddar. Uh, how much uh, can I get for you? Uh, then uh, d- uh, 50 pounds. Um, That's an awful lot of cheese, yeah, young man. Ah, uh, um, well, well, I'm, um, um, I, uh, yeah, I I like, I like cheese. I'm just stocking up. You, uh, you want some crackers with that? No, no, I'm fine. I'm uh, wine, no, bread, No, 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 just, just the cheese. Okay, here you go. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, uh. Uh, here, here, keep the change. Yeah, I will. Nice doing business with you. So long. Hello, Department of Homeland Security. I'd like to report a suspicious cheese purchase. Welcome back to 24-Hour Action News. I'm your host, Slip Zipley. Are terrorists interested in our cheese supply? In the last week, over 200,000 pounds of cheese have passed hands all across America. Over 200 calls to the Department of Homeland Security's Dairy Division indicate something is up in America. Something is up and it smells stinky. Stinky like cheese. With me is Police Captain John Listerine For more information It's an honor to be on your program, Slip now. now, Captain, are terrorists targeting our cheese? Well, Slip, after an intense investigation Involving thousands of man-hours of work We've determined that yes, yes Terrorists are in fact targeting our No, they're not, I'm sorry, that was just completely misleading There, People are simply buying the cheese That much cheese? Yes, well, it turns out cheese is very popular And no one's doing anything illegal So really, there's nothing much we can do about it Well, I for one think it still smacks of lefty, camo pink islamofascism and I am calling for a boycott a boycott against these cheese eaters well if you must knock yourself out but I don't think you'll get very far you dealt the power of my influence yes that and the fact the cameras aren't even on what <laughs> oh. you've been punked I'm afraid oh I hate you I hate <laughs> you and your practical jokes uh... this is just like the time you got everyone in Los Angeles to hide all at once and made me think I missed the rapture yeah well that was a good one wasn't it how did you do that anyway it wasn't easy now let's break for catholic comedy <laughs> oh. I'm sorry father but we're going to have to close down this church service. What why way is that, my son. You've got a dangerously high number of parishioners in here. You mean... That's right. You've reached critical mass. Duh. You know, even crappy jokes like that need love. The next time you're looking for a joke, why not consider adopting a crappy joke? Because a cheap laugh is good for America. This message has been brought to you by People for the Advancement of Henways. What the heck's a henway? About five pounds. (laughs) Here, have a cup of coffee. (laughs) Ah, don't mind if I do. Ah! Welcome back to Tech Diff Info Corner. I'm your host Kayan and this is the part of the program where we try to update you on new and current events. And in the studio with me is author Moisha Goldman. Hi. Who has a new book out claiming that Jews discovered gravity. No, I said that Jews discovered levity. Oh! You like that one? I didn't even have to adopt it. Uh, all right, why don't we just start that one over again? Do we play the in intro music no, again? No, no, we'll just start it over. Okay. And just go right in from here. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> with me in the studio is author Moisha Goldman. Hello. Whose new book claims that Jews discovered gravity. Well, we didn't exactly discover gravity. It was the theory of gravity. It was hashing out with the math and the stuff <laughs> and having the formula for gravity. Jews did that first. And when was uh, this exactly? This is an 11th. 23, Which would have been, I don't, I don't know what year that was, Goyem time. I don't know what year it was for our calendar. But anyway, mm-hmm. there was a rabbi there named Hoisten Flugelman, mm. and he was watching a matzah fall out of a tree one time. And I, it's a long story how it got up in the tree, anyway, according to his notes. But okay. anyway, he was watching this matzah fall out of the tree, and he went, ah, and he smacked himself in the head, which was painful because he had a bowl in his hand at the time with, with, uh, with berries in it, I think. I don't know about it. But anyway, mm. he wrote the whole thing down, and he had the whole mathematical formula figured out, and he runs home to his wife, and he says, Look! Look! I found it! I've got it! I've got it! I've got gravity here! Mm-hmm. And his wife, she's like, eh? And he's like, it's the formula, the formula for gravity. And, and his wife just looks at him and she's like, so? And he says, look, don't you understand? We can we can figure out how fast things fall now with this with this formula I've discovered. And she says, you can make a living doing this. And that was the end of that. And that's the end of this interview. Thank you very much for listening. But it's over just like that. I feel like a prostitute. Oh, don't feel that way. Quick. Meanwhile, us to a secret laboratory. Meanwhile, in a secret laboratory. Yeah. <laughs> You fools, you've fallen right into my clutches. And soon you will be at the bottom of my dungeon surrounded by ravenous two-headed monkeys. You'll never get away with this, Dr. <laughs> evil Genius! <son. laughs> oh, but I will. And when I do, I will then implement my master plan. <laughs> you madman, what are you planning on doing? <laughs> I plan on creating a pastime involving LARPers, cosplay, furries, and filk singers all in one! And then I'll hold the a- Invention? <laughs> no! You lunatic, don't you realize you'll create a singularity of obsessed, vanished dorkiness from which no culture can escape? Exactly! <laughs> and now, down to the two-headed monkeys! We'll return to two-fisted tales of old-timey heroes battling melodramatic egg-headed villains right after this message. We've replaced this family's father with a lime-green jello mold. Let's see if they can tell the difference. Dear, I'm going to take the ornithopter into town, and I'm going to try and scare up a homeless person for dinner. So if you don't... Dear? Dear, where Where are you? Junior, have you seen your father anywhere? (laughs) Oh, Junior, did you eat your father for dessert again? I'm sorry, I can't help it, Mom. Supposedly, there's always room for jello. Well, I'm going into town to get dinner, young man, and I expect you to get right to work and whip up a brand new batch of your father poo's taste. Oh, all right, Mom. Any particular flavor? Oh, let's see. Let's try sparkling raspberry. Be a little adventurous this time. Uh, excuse me, madam. Mm, yes? Uh, we're from the next sketch. There was supposed to be a segue that got from the kitchen over to our boardroom, but uh, frankly, we just got a little lazy. Do you think we could just uh, sort of move over to the side there and let us get our yeah. sketch in here? Oh, I don't see why not. Okay, yeah, we're, we're pretty much done no. over here. Very good. Would you mind flipping the air conditioner on too, just for some ambient noise? Ah, oh, much no, obliged. Yeah, All right. Now you wanted to see me, no, no, sir? No, I'm not, I'm oh, not I'm ready. Sorry. I'm not ready. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, uh, where are we on the That's script? Oh, There we are. There. Okay. Yeah. You wanted to see me, sir? Yes, Jenkins. Yeah. I have the spreadsheets for the Rand Corporation's quarterly profits. Yes. Now, the question is, why? Sir? We're not the Uh, Rand Corporation. Why would we have their quarterly spreadsheets? hmm. Furthermore, it came in this mysterious valise that was anonymously dropped in my cubicle this morning. Mm -hmm. Also contained in the valise were monogrammed condoms Hmm. with a royal family crest on them, Hmm. a bottle of hair gel, a blood-encrusted blouse, a Cessna, and a steam-powered unicorn. What? That doesn't make any sense at all. Are you sure you're reading that script correctly? Yes, I'm reading it correctly. Uh. This is a terrible script. I was promised I was going to get some comedy time here, some real quality comedy time, and I get this? Yeah, they told me that this sketch would be a laugh a minute Yeah Although when you stop and think about it, a laugh a minute really isn't all that much, is it? I mean, you know uh, No I, you know, It's really, like, uh, think about sure. that, ten minutes, ten laughs it's, You know, that's not actually really a whole lot you know, It you know. actually goes on kind of yeah. long and drags, I would think, yeah, just a little bit there you uh, know? I, don't, I don't know why that would be a desirable yeah. thing at all yeah, Now, just, now uh, that we're on the subject, does it seem to you like a laugh riot would be a whole lot of fun either? Welcome back to 24-Hour Action News. I'm your host, Christina Lagoon. We take you now to Greenwich Village, New York, where a laugh riot has broken out. Well, the situation is getting very hilarious down here as throngs of mirth-filled people are destroying all of Greenwich Village, laughing and gaily skipping their way through the streets as they fall over in peals of peals of hilarity. It it's, it's truly is a funny, funny day for New York City. Reporter slip ziply on the scene. And from the world of comedy disasters, we head on over to the world of sports, where we have an interview with the gold medal finalist in this year's Emotional Special Olympics. Thanks, Christina. Well, uh, we're here with the gold medal finalist, Mr. Roger Lansing, who took the top spot in this year's Emotional Special Olympics. Are you happy with your performance? No, I didn't win well enough. Why well, didn't they have better prizes? I wanted to get a higher score. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. Nobody applauded mm-hmm. me really well, and my family didn't show up, and I didn't... Mm-hmm. Well, they showed up, but they didn't... They weren't mm-hmm. there. They weren't really there the whole time, and I I didn't like it. I wanted to have. St- mm-hmm. I didn't have good food either, mm-hmm. and I didn't like it. I was terrible. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I wanted better. Mm-hmm. Well, I just wanted to say congratulations on your excellent performance, and that's clearly what got you the gold medal. And here, have a cup of coffee. Oh, my face! All right, well, thanks so much for listening to Technical Difficulties. I've been your host, Guy Chris Conroy, um, and uh, that's the show. Excuse me, a little soot in my mouth. Anyway, uh, thanks so much for tuning in this week. Uh, That's been my program. If you'd like to get in touch with me, please contact me via techdiff at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment over at techdiff.com. Uh, let's get this out of the way. You can go check out my wife Susan's podcast over at uncomfortable-questions.com. Uh, you can check out our video show that we haven't updated in forever at uh, at uh, channelsurfingwipeout.com. And you could also check out my personal site over at kyanchrisconroy.com. And uh, I'd like to thank everybody who played my promo last week. Didn't get much in the way of mail, but thanks for the, those of you who did send the mail. I always read them, and thanks a whole lot. And by the way, if, if Kim Costello over at... Uh, over at Gonzo Gone Wrong could contact me. I, I seem to have lost your contact information. We talked about doing a collaborative sketch. I did like your show very much. And check out, check out uh, Gonzo Gone Wrong. Uh, that's his uh, his newscast, sort of satirical news podcast thing that he does quite well. Uh, if uh, Kim Dallaire, if you're out there listening, and uh, David Underwood, Kim Dallaire, thanks for sending me my uh, sending me a message, and uh, David Underwood, uh, who does uh, the Queen's English podcast, very very good, queensenglish.com. Uh, I think it's queens-english.com. Could you, uh, David, did you get the package I sent you? Because I haven't haven't gotten any contact from you in a long time. But anyway, please send me mail. Send me messages. Send me stuff. And if, uh, by the way, you can go from uh, techdiff at tcinternet.net. That's another email um, place you can contact me if you'd like to send me any money via PayPal. Because I'm trying to make some money. Uh, In particular, I'm also trying to uh, get some voice acting work. So if anybody out there who likes my show uh, is either looking to hire voice actors or... um, wants to uh, or uh, you know, knows somebody who's looking to hire voice actors, send them my way, will you please? I need some money bad. I've got to upgrade my equipment and do some other stuff. Anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cap it off. I don't have a whole lot to add. It's been a week. That's all i got to say. It's been a week. Uh, it's been a trying week for me. But things will be better again next week. Anyway, thanks so much again, once again for listening. Uh, if you've got any promos you want to send me, fine. If you want to check out, if you subscribe to the feed or go to detective.com you can find my promo if you'd like to play it on your show. And that's all I got to say about that. So thanks so much, and I'll see you all again next week for the 22nd. What's this saying, on my calendar? Why? Rosh Hashanah begins at sundown on the 22nd, so uh, there you go. Anyway, talk to you all later. Bye. You're listening to Friday Follies. Jokes, laughs, and guffaws to tickle your funny bone on the Mutual Audio Network. Join us tomorrow morning on Mutual for Saturday Story Circle. Bring the kids your coloring books and crayons and get the whole family into a great start to the day with audio cartoons. You can always subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed for every day of audio drama that fits your fancy. Or discover Saturday Story Circle in your favorite podcast players like Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify.